are now listening to The Perfect Prana with Kaya Ann. What's poppin'? What's good? You're listening to The Perfect Prana Show. I am your host, Kaya Ann, a yoga enthusiast, a Columbia College student studying radio and voiceover, and a human being. That's my identity right now. Literally human. (laughs) Like A little bit of yoga news. What's going on in the world of yoga? What's going on with my personal journey? Of course, Yoga Hills special guest coming on. I'm very excited for this guest today. And also the weekly wellness challenge, last week's challenge, this week's challenge. Yeah, get into it. But before we really get into it, let's center ourselves. Whether you're at a park, sitting on a bench, on your couch, sitting at work, I mean, it's the weekend, or you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify at your own leisure. Maybe you're in the car. Uh, Wherever you are, let's find our center, bring awareness to your body, really honing in on all all the five senses. What do you smell? What do you feel? What do you hear? What do you taste? Yeah, sitting up nice and tall on your sit bones or standing or laying long, whatever your posture is right now, that is fine and that is acceptable. Roll your shoulders up and back to open up your heart. Relax your eyebrows, relax your jaw. If it's safe, close your eyes. Take a deep inhale through your nose and hold at the top. And then exhale through your nose and hold at the bottom. Take a deep inhale and fill your belly up. And then exhale to deflate your belly. Take a few deep cleansing breaths at your own pace and just keep breathing. Just keep focusing on your breath, focusing on that prana, prana translating to breath as in the breath of life or our energy source. I declare centeredness. Now let's get on with the show. Yoga news! Trigger warning. I will be discussing a missing person's case. Yoga news. Southern California woman disappeared during yoga retreat in Guatemala weeks ago, family says. Nancy Ng, a 29-year-old from Los Angeles, was on a yoga retreat in Mexico and she departed from the group and went off with a friend to go kayaking in a lake and the friend said that she got out and went swimming and then drowned after that but they haven't found her body 
she's just missing they've searched 95% of the lake and um, it's not looking so good the family believes it's a possibility she could still be alive there's a little bit of weirdness going on with the story because the witnesses reported her missing like 24 hours from the incident and it just took a long time it seemed like they were taking a really long time to report what was happening to the family so it it's all very unfortunate um my heart really goes out to her and her family i hope that she's still alive that would be ideal (laughs) um best case scenario she uh what even is the best case scenario it all sucks no matter what because even if she is alive then she's stuck somewhere some in a dangerous situation most likely there was a video of her soon before she went missing where she was waving and smiling as she was kayaking in the lake so it's just really unfortunate I hope that there's more answers that come out soon I can't imagine how daunting this must be for her family like she could still be alive but she she's probably not officials are assuming that she just drowned and that's what the witness was saying so the family was saying that the witnesses aren't cooperating though so they just feel like there's something strange going on i hope not hopefully in in, in a perfect world again she would just be found alive and healthy and okay we are living in this world and this world is imperfect (laughs) that's arguable why do bad things happen to good people (laughs) you know sometimes it is like that sometimes people have so much ahead of them but then in a second it's all gone and they are excited about life and they do want to be here and they would give anything for another breath of life but then it's all gone and why why is it like that I don't know I sometimes maybe it's just random maybe it's just meant to be why do we get so much mercy when we do so many reckless things that could take us out but they don't we don't get taken out by all the reckless things that we do it's mercy but we're not always guaranteed that though so it's it's scary it's scary and it's confusing and I have questions (laughs) it's always a discussion that I come back to over and over again as tragedies like this happen and just giving gratitude and giving thanks for my own life and where I'm at right now because it's like man this could all be taken from me any moment yeah it's not to be taken for granted but I still want to go on a yoga retreat I hate that this happened 
but I don't blame yoga retreats. I don't blame yoga. I don't blame Mexico or Guatemala or I don't know what happened, honestly. There just needs to be more information to come out. I feel like there's really nothing to blame. We take risks, we do things sometimes, and then sometimes the risks just don't work out. And sometimes it's life altering or life changing. And, and that's just the world. That's just how it is, but it's important to not, I guess that's why I've learned it's important to not get too attached to, to the good things or even the bad things, just let it pass you by. A lot of times this life, life is out of our control, <laughs> yet we create it at the same time, but we can't really control it. We could just stay at the center of it all. That's unfortunate. Um, I, like I said, best case scenario, she's found and healthy and safe and okay, but I don't know. On to my personal yoga journey, all about my personal journey with yoga. What's going on this week? The other day when I was feeling super low energy, I had saw this girl on social media saying like she did hundreds like a hundred and seven or a hundred and eight I can't remember the exact number but she did a hundred and something sun salutations all at once you know and then I was like and, and I was just reading through why she did it and I felt like that was interesting and something that I should do but that's kind of like a marathon so I was like maybe I should work towards it so that night I went home and I did 20 sun salutations or maybe like a little bit more than that I low-key lost count but definitely more than 20 just to see how it feels like okay let me just see how it feels if I up the amount that I do because, you know, normally when I practice, I might do a couple, a few, might do five total, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I went home and I experimented. I was like, let me just do this much because I was feeling so ugh that day, just so not, so low energy, so stagnant, so stuck, so unproductive, like I'm really not getting anything done. So I was like, let me just go home and do this to build up some heat to build up some fire in me so I did about 20 of them of course some of them I modified I did different versions added something took something out or not even really, or just did did a modified version of more of a restful sequence and then other times when I'm going to put all my effort into this and do more so it just depended but I was really focused on syncing my breath with the movements and I did notice some things and I made slight tweaks as I was the, redoing the sequence. It was just creating whole different feeling. It was interesting. I was like, okay, I'm gonna work toward the hundred something. Not now, I'm not gonna bust out and just do a hundred sun salutations. Tomorrow, tonight, next week, maybe not even next month, but something to work towards. Like again, it's kind of like a marathon almost like. <laughs> But I was like, let me start with a number that's more accessible and realistic and that feels good to me. So I was like, 
I'm going to go with this number. I've never done that many all at once within the same day. It took me about an hour, hour and a half. I don't know. It took me a minute. That's the yoga news. That's my personal journey. Yoga Hills. This week's guest, Michael Satsakim. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. I should have asked him how, but... It's Michael. <laughs> and he's actually the one that came to my yoga class. So his mission is to cultivate yoga awareness and breath consciousness for men. Yeah, men in particular. Anyways, let's get on with the interview. When did you start practicing yoga and why? And why do you still practice today? I started literally when I was 12 years old. And it was because I was curious. I'm always curious. I've always been curious. And I used to get up around, well, always get, get up around 530 to use the bathroom. And at the time, my mom was a lawyer, but like at a new law firm. And so she heard like yoga and like working out early in the morning was, was really good, you know, for the endorphins, get you up, get you ready and focus. And so she was doing, you know, she was doing that, doing, uh, I think, buns of steel and all that stuff was out. You know, so she did that. Uh, of course, I didn't snatch those tapes, but uh, but I did see her doing this, you know, crossing her legs. And she was like, now that I know it's like a warrior two or something like that. I'm like, what is that? And so I went and got the tape and it was it uh, turned out to be Rodney Yee, who is somebody that you could look up on Instagram. Uh, sorry, you know, I'm not trying to give out uh, free publicity, but uh, but yeah, so I took that tape and I watched it for about a year and that changed my life because at first I was just like, what is this? What is she doing? And I was always high energy growing up. And so it's still to this day. And so it helped me to like balance myself. And all he did really is just talk about breath. So that brought me all the way up till now. I, I lost lost it between 13, like 14, 13, 14, all the way up to about like 25. But before I went, went back into yoga, I was into Tai Chi and Qigong and I had gotten into a car accident. So all these things plus yoga coming in my life and then me being certified at 20, like 26, 27, it brought me to where I am now. And I use it daily and I and I help other people, you know make this a part of their life, not like they got to break out of yoga mat, mat all the time. They can just breathe. And so it's brought me to here from, from 12 years old. So why do you still practice today? Oh, because it brings me, it brings me peace. It gives me a space where if I have to get out my emotions that are not necessarily, you know, verbal, yoga gives me a, a lot of that, especially when you you know, go into like the eight limbs. It's it's a lot of it's meaty, and so it's things that you you can focus on, not just the poses, but uh, I do focus on harder poses. Things I have to really center myself. Like today, I got some footage of me doing a headstand without hands. I finally got that, but I had my heels like kind of on the window, no uh, mirror. So so yeah, I used to do those a lot. So yeah. Yes, I I was definitely Instagram stalking you. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You have, you have to. You have to. <laughs> so where else do you teach at besides LA Fitness? Uh, so I teach at Studio Yogi 
uh, which is at 1840 East 71st Street, and it's in South Shore. It's a new establishment. It's been there about nine months. Um, and I also teach at Blue Lotus, which is on 63rd or uh, 816 East 63rd Street. That's 63rd in our cottage. Yeah. And for myself, but Studio Yogi gets a lot of my time because uh, like I love their vision. I love Julia's uh, message. Julia Perkins is the owner. Yeah. She just she wants to bring community in. And so I've, I've always been like that. And it's kind of a dream, not kind of, but it's a dream come true to work there. And I know just some beautiful things are coming out and will come out uh, more you know, going forward. So. So, yeah, those are the two places I teach at mostly. But. I do teach men's yoga with uh, with someone else, but it's not through a studio. It's through uh, Blue Door Neighborhood Center. Wait, there it's like a class specifically for men? Yes. So it started off with uh, a colleague of mine, Dr. Obari Cartman, and I met him through some people and he was saying he needed some men's yoga. He, th- he thought that men would need yoga. He's a therapist. He would do like drum circles and then he would talk afterwards. But he was like, what if we could have yoga and then the drumming and then the, the circle, men's circle? And I thought that would be, I was like, I'll be a part of that. And that went on for like three years until we made it, um, we made it into like a co-ed situation. And then we moved on from that and started doing yoga with Blue Door Neighborhood Center, which is Blue, Car- Blue Cross Blue Shield. So it's just an initiative. It's a, we go there and offer services of, you know, yoga and breath work. And then they're free to, you know, shop with, with a blue door about any medical services that they need. So, but now men's group is at Studio Yogi now on, uh, on Sunday. And now it's just family yoga with blue door. So that's what I do. So that's, it's always a like four or five month initiative. And then we break. And then we always come back in the spring. Breathing is powerful. How else do we live? If we're not breathing, then we're not living. So respiratory system is the most important. Yeah. So it's like the most important without it. Yeah, you don't. But we haven't. Every micro uh, microorganism breathes in, in a way, even if they don't have lungs, per se like, you know, human lungs, it's a breath that it's a, it's a vibration that goes through them, electricity, that it's a breath as well. So I have routines and um, initiatives to get, you know, youth and adults in a good, in a good headspace, unless they're dealing with something that's a little bit more deeper. And that's a lot in yoga. I find that it's a little deeper, you know, in terms of maybe diet or uh, maybe needing herbal treatment, whatever it is. You know, it's a holistic, this is a holistic practice. So by itself, it's nothing. I just want to get to the young men and the young women that were my age that didn't have or don't have parents that are into anything. Thank you so much for coming on to the Perfect Prana show. I'm really glad to have you here. Before we hang up, Mm -hmm. can you lead us through a pranayama? We just do a, a perfect box on the perfect prana show. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we'll hold, we'll hold at the bottom. So we're inhaling okay, four. Okay. Yeah. Hold four. Exhale four. Hold four on the exhale, and we'll inhale after that. And it'll okay. be four. All right. All right. Take two, take two breaths of just a preparation. All right. Inhale. 
Expand the diaphragm right uh, behind the belly button and exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Now take a deep inhale. One, two, three. Take sips out of your inhale, expanding the belly and hold for one. And exhale, four, three, two, one. Pull the belly back towards the spine and inhale. One, here we go. Two, three, four, and hold for two, one, and exhale, four, three, two, one, and hold for four, three, two, one, and inhale, one, two. Take your time. Three, four, and hold. Close your eyes as well for four, three, two, one, and exhale, four, three, two, one, and hold for four, three, two, one, and inhale, one, two, let's do one more, three, four, I skipped a number, and hold for five, four, three, two, let the feeling of tension come up, and then exhale, five, four, three, pull the belly all the way in, and hold your breath, and take a big inhale, hold, and this exhale, let all the energy that has come up drain down towards the feet. Allow yourself to feel heavy and strong. Thank you. I absolutely love your cues. What I was going to ask you mm -hmm. was, how would you end a class? Because normally I say, you know, may the divinity in me bow to the divinity of, in you or something mm -hmm. along the lines and namaste. Gotcha, How would gotcha. you end it if you're teaching comedic yoga? Uh, I've I've made it uh, I've made it my own. What I say in my classes is um, may this practice give us a better perspective of ourselves and each other. And then I have people come from their forehead down to the chest, and and I say may this practice instill and give us a better heart for ourselves and each other. Okay, yeah. well then to that I will say may this conversation give us a better perspective and understanding of ourselves and each other <laughs> and each other yes weekly wellness challenge i challenged you all to spread the love to give compliment a compliment affirmation validation confirmation to somebody outside of yourself it's great to do it inward but it's also very important to do outward and i had a very lengthy discussion about this with my dad and i'm glad that we did and i feel valid in pursuing this challenge and it's not just a challenge for a week but it's just a way of life to practice seeing the light in people even when it's hard sometimes we do we have to dig into our compassion and our empathy to see the light in people and to see that you're enough and you're valid as a human as you are and you know you're doing your best like some everybody needs that everybody needs to be validated and to be built up and to be loved <laughs> not just by themselves but by others as well you know it's it's a perfect mixture of everything of everybody like we have to love each other we have to love ourselves 
vice versa, versa vice, all that. <laughs> How did that go? It went interesting because I noticed that, okay, it's easy to do it for these people, but what about people that it's not as easy to do it for? And like, man, I really don't have anything nice to say about this person at all. And that's like really messed up. Like in my head, I can't think of anything to validate them on or like, they're just completely wrong they're this they're that but then again I had this conversation with my dad and I dug deeper into into our connectedness into being a human being and just like man that's valid that's enough like to even say that I'm glad that you're here to give somebody gratitude to say like hey I'm glad that you're here because if somebody's here, then they're doing a great job because they could be (laughs) not here. They could make the choice to be not here and not present and not alive. They can make the choice to stop breathing. But the fact that they are getting up to live another day and to just be on this earth, that is an amazing, that that's amazing. That's enough and you're perfectly valid for that and I'm thankful for everybody that is here their light might not be shining in my face but it can it can in the future as long as they keep living because every day is another chance to do something different and to change so they might be down now but (laughs) In the future, they might be completely different people and um, they just need to know that they're loved and valid as they are now and that this is the way of life, to just be compassionate for everybody. Because there was points in my life where I was struggling and I wasn't doing my best and I might have appeared to be a hot mess to everybody, but I still deserve to be loved and validated then. It's not like, you know, just because you're not being the most productive or getting the most done or just because you're missing out on something or dropping the ball on this or you don't know who you are, you don't know your path, that doesn't mean that you should just stop being alive. Like, no, (laughs) because that'll change. What you know, what you learn, that changes growth happens at our own pace but we have to stay alive to keep growing and that's the point this week's weekly wellness challenge i will be performing surya namaskara sun salutation at least five times a day and probably my additional practice at least five times since you know I'm trade I'm training for my sun salutation marathon basically <laughs> of doing a hundred so yeah that's gonna be this week's weekly challenge feel free to join me feel free to meet yourself where you're at in your practice though because it's a lot <laughs> it's a full body experience for me 
and I of course modify it and change it depending on where I'm at in the practice or in general and sometimes I do every movement fully sometimes I might do a more restful version so it can be modified but even just the act of getting up and getting down there's power in repetition to repetitively do something over and over again that that's where the growth is that's when you get better and I did notice that as I approached 20 the other day was as I went on I noticed certain things that I was doing and then I made slight adjustments and changes and and it felt better and 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 doing it so many times gave me the chance to add those cues and to add those adjustments to where sometimes if I'm just doing something once or twice or whatever then I feel like okay I have no time to add the adjustments that I need it's it's gonna take me more than one try more than two tries more than three like you know that's how life is it's gonna take me a lot of tries so I like to keep coming back to it and just do things a little bit differently every time. I'm probably gonna put out an extended version. So if you're listening on the radio and you're like, uh, it's missing something, then there's probably an extended version out. Catch me on Apple and Spotify and Saturdays and Sundays at 10 a.m. and 9 a.m. on 88.1 FM WCRX. If you want to keep up with me on Instagram at consistently Kaya, consistently spelled with a K, Kaya spelled K-Y-A-H, I am going to end out with a quote. The oneness of human beings is the basic ethical thread that holds us together, Muhammad Yunus. Muhammad Yunus is a Nobel Peace Prize winner and economist, entrepreneur. You know, he's just really rich and really smart, basically. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Perfect Prana Show another week with you guys. I'm so blessed to be here with you all. With that being said, may the light and darkness within me bow to the light and darkness within you namaste